0: hello and welcome to episode 43 of a beer with sam and peter yep i'm still sam he's still peter if not a little bit more hungover. over yeah, than yeah. I'm,
1: I'm hungover with peter today it's you gonna, know this is gonna be Quite possibly a bit of a shorter episode for us. <laughs> uh, Sam's a little bit under the weather because we couldn't record last weekend because right. um, Sam was sick and he was losing his voice and and stuff. And yeah, yeah, I'm really hungover today, and Sam's still a little bit under the weather, just, so a, little bit, just we, a little bit. We 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 wanted to record and put out another episode, but also we're both a bit rusty, yeah, or dusty, or or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> too many I'm, too many uh, beverages were had. Yeah, last night for me, but you know,
0: I'm getting, I'm getting like, I'm almost completely better. So that that that's good for me at least. Yeah. Basically I got sick, um, just like I caught the regular flu that was going around and it was like a little sick for a couple of days and then I started to get better and by the end of like the first week that I was sick, I was like, it's, it's, it's fine. I'll go back to work. And then yeah. I went back to work and like overdid it, I guess. And I, you know, got a sinus infection and all that fun stuff. I'm just now getting better.
1: Man, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah.
0: So I'm sorry but uh, uh, that we didn't record last week. Definitely would have been up to it. Um, It would have been a really gross recording. Just the sounds of me sniffling and uh, snoring.
1: Sam, Sam, like, just. <laughs> yeah yeah, my voice also wasn't
0: actually it was sort of more of like a smooth kind of james l jones kind of fake was happening maybe it would be good
1: hello and welcome yeah to be beer with sam and Peter.
0: except it would be james l jones and then you know every so often just like mucus <laughs> so, just enough to pull you in and <laughs> um uh, what's been happening pete we've had two weeks something must have happened
1: uh oh, no, I don't I was... know I've been I've been working as as per usual. Yeah, you had a little bit been... of a crisis. Uh yes yesterday. Oh, I don't really want to talk about that though. Uh, well, you know, you had a crisis yesterday? Yeah, crisis was had yesterday but um, yeah, not not reportable on the podcast. Yeah.
0: Um I've been um I've been since I've been sick I've just been like watching comfort TV. Yeah. I yeah. think I talked about last time we were on the podcast I talked about uh, being sick like at that initial step and like watching really really bad television free to air TV. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, which was as expected. I don't narratives. I don't
1: find watching like bad free to air TV as like a comfort yeah. thing. Like I'll chuck on Netflix or whatever and just watch something shitty like rewatch. Uh, I don't know like. Uh, how I Met Your Mother, or yeah. re- rewatch Arrested Development, or actually, kind of well, my, go, my watching, go-to, was... my go-to at the moment is rewatching Rick and Morty, but I just can't sit down and watch like shitty free-to-air TV. Yeah,
0: well, you know, I didn't watch, uh, I didn't watch The Bachelor. I watched um, Modern Family, and yeah, which we t- which, we, which talked we talked about, about last and wasn't week. that wasn't that bad. So this yes. week, I've been, I was watching um, a lot of old stuff, and I had a bit of a moment where. Uh, I was watching, first of all, I feel like it needs to be said every time I do this, but I was watching Smallville, you see, and every time I say this, I feel like I have to preface it, like, to the audience with, Smallville is one of those shows where it's like, it's a real generational thing, it's like Lost, and it was kind of out at the same time as Lost, right, or The O.C., where if you watched it at the time, then you're all on board, and if someone brings that shows up to you like when if Peter were to bring Lost up to me and I've never seen it I just automatically just like you just you, what you're saying this becomes like tubers to me and I just sort I, of I like block it out the, the and definitely the, the same thing happens the
1: difference is though Sam Lost holds up to watching in the current day where something like the OC is very dated and something like Smallville Smallville is I, also pretty I would dated. say
0: Smallville Smallville holds up in like Like you know the visuals and everything. and The other difference is the Lost was actually good. (laughs) This is the problem. This is the problem. (laughs) But I wasn't. I wasn't wanting to talk about you know like the merits of Smallville. It was just that it's one of those shows that did capture a time. And I definitely didn't have one of those for you. Yeah. For you. Yeah. And like uh, I'm sure if did you ever watch those too? Like at the time? No. Well, well, Lost would be
1: yours, I suppose. I didn't watch that at the time either. Oh my god,
0: what's going on? It was one of those shows, if you'd watched anything at that time, like, where you can, you can get some real, like, flashbacks. Um, and I watched this this scene that was just so early 2000s. Like, just, it was, so it was one of the first couple of seasons of Smallville, which are the best. Clark Kent's getting ready for the big football match. And he's in the locker room alone. He's just, like, had an argument with his dad, who doesn't understand him, that he needs to play football and so, Even
1: though he's super bad, yeah. So he's he's, he's oh. out there
0: like putting on like putting on his like getting dressed, and he gets dressed in like a darkly lit locker room by himself as uh, Lincoln Parks playing. Oh, good. He's like I walk a lonely road, and it's that's just, not
1: Lincoln Park. That's Green Day, mate. Oh, Green
0: Day, that's right. Ooh, that's uh, that's not good. That went downhill real quick, huh? Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Sam from the future. I'm making my second appearance on the podcast uh, to date. Just here to let you know that yes, yes, I did make a slight boo-boo uh, mixing up Green Day with uh, Linkin Park whilst talking about Green Day's most popular song. I have no excuse for that. Uh, I'm here to let you know that uh, this went on in a similar manner. It went, it actually went further downhill uh, for maybe, maybe the next eight minutes. Um, so I thought I'd just interject uh, at this point and spare you all the pain of listening to me uh, further mix up Green Day and Linkin Park, then mix up Green Day with Good Charlotte. Uh, At some point, Avril Lavigne got thrown in there uh, in my nonsensical ramblings. I rounded uh, everything off, uh, would you believe, by suggesting that the Generation X and Y were somehow linked to Chromosomes, or for that to kind of fall apart. I don't know. I was kind of sick I guess there's really no excuse. Um anyway, I thought it should just save you the tr- all the trouble. Uh moral of uh, that story I think was uh nostalgia's good I guess and we have it and um you know don't listen to Peter about Smallville, it's it's alright. It's uh yeah, I suppose it might might actually not be alright. I'm on with the podcast.
1: Uh I promise it gets better from here. Um, anyway, we should talk about. We and, talk about. We and should and start all, drinking, which yeah. is good, which is my favorite part of the podcast.
0: We've got a beer that I. This might be a dangerous thing to say, but I'm supposed to really, to really like.
1: Yeah, because it's a Pacific Ale. It's a we're it's drinking the fat or well, the fat yak Pacific Ale, the wild yak. Yeah. And isn't um, there another
0: one that came that came out recently? The lazy yak. Yeah, which, which we've ale? had
1: on the podcast. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, is yeah. that a golden now? Go- golden now? Yeah. 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 So, this is Pacific
0: um, Ale, which I've learned, like, from, from doing this podcast, I've been able to really hone in on what I like yeah. as beer, which is which is good. Before, I think I would just order something, like, just see the first beer on the list and just order it and see what happens. And now yeah. I feel like if I, if I was given a what, list of what beers... You know what at
1: least sort of type of beer that you like. Yeah, if
0: I was given a list of beers and I couldn't recognize any of them, I could still have a go at picking one that I think I would enjoy. Yeah so that's a good thing yeah so we, we should we should we should dink it have a yeah i do i do like that is it like that a lot it's not it's not quite a stone wood kind of thing
1: but it's something i could drink a lot of easily yeah it's not as like fruity we'll it's, a bit, it's a bit beerier
0: let's do something that someone's mentioned to me before about doing on the podcast we've never done what how much did this, this cost do you remember
1: uh, i i mean it's its costs the amount of a regular sort of not a regular six pack but a um a sort of slightly slightly above the cheapish beers like your pure blonde and your heineken and, right, they, and yeah. that kind of thing it's like slightly above that but it's yeah it, i mean it, it really just kind of depends like i yeah. said I think a case is maybe like 60 bucks or well, fi- or 50
0: it's important to work that out because i mean like yeah, you know, it's it seems like if you listen through the episodes that my yard, yardstick for a beer is Stone and Wood. Yeah, but there's a reason I'm just not constantly drinking Stone and Wood, and that's because it's really, it's really expensive. expensive. Yeah, so yeah, anything yeah, yeah. That's like that. Yeah, it's,
1: really uh, uh, it's it's less expensive than Stone and Wood, I'm pretty sure, but it's still more expensive than your standard cheaper stuff. Mm-hmm. I I look kind of when I go out and buy beer, I usually just get get what's kind of on special. Like mm-hmm. I sort of know what I like, and then I get the cheapest one of what I like. Yeah. Um, I'm just. on like, this, this was like I got for like it was like ten bucks for a six pack instead of what what it usually is, which is like fifteen to twenty. Yeah. because um, I bought a, uh, I bought a case of Teds, a case of Ted Tinnies for a party once. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, that was that was that. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a yes for me. Yeah, it's a yes for me. Yeah. Um, it's a struggle for me because I've been um.
0: Yeah perfect, horribly, yeah perfect cure for hangover.
1: yeah perfect cure for hangover. hangover in the afternoon More beer in the afternoon after yeah. I've like but mate I I slept until midday today which is something I haven't done which is impressive I haven't done probably in about a year yeah is sleep in that much
0: I was watching Smallville in bed until about 12 so, yeah, I think that makes me worse <laughs> than, than sleeping in maybe
1: <laughs> quite possibly
0: um so we were I wanted to do something really quickly before we finally go go into. like no, talking not about allowed. Movies.
1: Never veto.
0: But uh, we got a, we got a little bit of fan feedback.
1: Uh, oh from yeah, like the last episode, yeah. I think,
0: or one of the last episodes.
1: Yeah. So the episode which was a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, where we talked about Con Air, we kept talking about <laughs> like eight, how eight, it was eighties. like an eighties movie because yeah. it kind of feels like that. It very. But much turns feels like It turns out it came out in nineteen ninety seven. Don
0: like has a full white suit.
1: Yeah.
0: Just and the hair and everything, it just makes me feel I Remember, it was set in the eighties, I don't I don't know. But maybe. yes, just but, but to address yes. that, uh
1: Yeah, yeah. um yeah. we were wrong. We we yeah, we were wrong. It's definitely not an eighties movie, it's a late, late nineties movie. Yep. So thank you, Ash, for correcting there we go. that. We we felt that
0: we felt that it's incredibly important that yeah, everybody knows yeah. exactly when Conair was put out.
1: We get an incredible amount of things wrong c- on the c- podcast, a c-
0: cinematic and we are fish.
1: very rarely called out of them. So, yeah, we I appreciate feel like that. on the rare occasions that we are called out on our incorrectness, <laughs> that we should if <laughs> fess you are, up to it and remedy our mistakes. If you want to let us know anything else we've done. <laughs> Send your feedback to feedback at yeah. Give us a review on iTunes and le- let
0: us know all about Tell it. Tell
1: us how terrible we are at getting facts right.
0: Because those things, it doesn't matter whether
1: it's positive or negative. So, give us all the reviews you we want on iTunes. Yeah, so please, please do. Also, that email address doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, Might do be. we have an email address? I think so. A B with S B. Uh, at gmail.com, I think oh, is our email address.
1: Okay, yeah. If
0: you want to get you real, if you've got a real intimate, if you don't want to send us something on a public forum, you know, if you've got if you've got some, I mis- mean, send, stuff. send
1: us your feedback letters and we'll read them on the podcast. Yeah. what um, children's well, art about, you know, all like that stuff that I'm sure
0: exists. When was the last time you checked that email? When we when we made it? When
1: we made it, yeah. You know, would it would be fun. When we made this show. If, if we, we had a
0: lot of fan stuff on the, well, on the email no, address.
1: I mean, we've been doing this for over a year now. Yeah. We should maybe check the email, right? We should probably check the email. Do you want to just like quick pause and check the email, just to see if we've got everything? Yeah, it's <laughs> just just gonna like a beep cut to <laughs>
0: we didn't get. That. <laughs> yes, please. I can. I can have a look. How about you? Uh, how about we just keep keep it rolling, keep cameras rolling, and um, you can give us the whole spiel on the homemade movie, which was another, yeah. another Brad Pitt movie, Curious Case of Benjamin Button.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, so the Homework Movie this week, as Sam just said, was The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, directed by David Fincher, I think. Um, usually I would have done a bit more research and, and looking about the movie, but, like, we were meant to record last week, and I watched it, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's kind of, it's been a while. But anyway, um, yeah, starring Brad Pitt and, um, Cate Blanchett. Um, and sort of the whole sort of shtick with the film, I suppose. Based based on a book. Yeah, it's based on a book. Yeah. And it's all about this, uh, baby that is born, but it is born as an old man. So it's like baby size, but it has, uh, cataracts and it can barely see and it's got really bad hearing and arthritis and all its bones and it's really wrinkly and stuff. Um, and so... The kind of movie is about this this guy who ages backwards and okay um and that's that's kind of what it is Uh, and i quite enjoyed it i don't know about you sam what did you think
0: um i really i really enjoyed benjamin button i think it's one of those movies where both of us are susceptible to like it just a bit of it it's um, a very a bit of like emotional, like, yeah, the world and the beauty and, and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's definitely a movie um, that has, like, a real there, there positive are, message about life and stuff. It's one of those movies where I think the idea is you turn
1: it off and you, and you think you about, think about your life a little bit differently.
0: Yeah. It's really and, good.
1: And I, I, think, I think there are problems with the movie. Like, I read a re- lot of reviews which talked about how sort of paper thin a lot of the characters are and just the general plot. Sometimes doesn't make sense and it's. I
0: honestly didn't feel like, that
1: too but, much. But but yeah, when I was watching the film, I was completely engrossed. Yeah. I, it, it had it's a it ve- fairly long sort isn't it? of, Yeah, it's, it's like three hours long or something. I, I didn't feel that too much. Um, I think it probably was too long. Yeah, it's a
0: movie. Like my my big takeaway from Benjamin Button was, and I don't I I don't know whether this is a positive thing about a movie or a negative thing, but it's one of those movies with like a big. Like you know, it it starts off with a complicated premise or something like that, and that's what we, we you're meant to hang your story off of. Yeah, but it's one of those movies where he could have, I would have been just as engrossed, and learnt just as much, if he didn't age backwards. It almost it wasn't really necessary. that yeah, it was it, there. It, like you
1: know? that was kind of the central theme of the movie, and it was all hanging off this one idea. But really, the story that it told. Yeah,
0: kind it's of just a story d- about a guy's life. Yeah, you know, beginning at the end of World War One, going through World War Two, and up until pretty much the present day.
1: Yeah, and I think, um, although you could kind of say that, like the whole, the whole thing about his character is that he just, be- because he ages backwards, he has this different perspective, just perspective and uh, approach to life, and and just. I don't know. It is it is a central thing to Brad Pitt's character, but yeah, well, at the I same think, time, you probably could have told a very similar story without that whole conceit.
0: Yeah, I think he's just like this is. It's meant to come from come from his whole condition, the fact that he's got this sort of sense of like wonder and um, curiosity about the world, and the fact that he starts off as this old man who can go out and experience all of this stuff, you know, he like his like first job is joining that boat, like that crew and just going off. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff he can do so much, so much more easily because he's like an adult. He, people, people treat him like an adult. Yeah. Um, which is really good. I mean, I'm i I'm a big fan of, um, speaking normally to, to kids, you know? Um, I think like kids, are, kids are, kids are pretty smart. And I think if you just like... I'm not saying you just like go off swearing around, <laughs> around children. But you don't need to like have a baby voice with them. Um, they're pretty smart. And on an update, just so I can stop being distracted and being rambly and shitty. Uh, we have had... One, two, three, four, five new emails in the span of a year. <laughs> uh, and they're all SoundCloud from Google, related. A couple of them from SoundCloud. And we did get one from Apple
1: uh which was nothing. So, good on us. So, long story short, we didn't get any emails. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I think we've ever really uh like advertised the podcast email, but just we've, yeah, we've, we've, we we've haven't got any never. emails.
0: <laughs> so, you can be the first one to send us an email.
1: <laughs> send us in send at us a b with sp. Send us a GF. at, at <laughs> yes please send us some gifs send us some ridiculous gifs no
0: gifs it's definitely gifs it's gifs it's on record it's, it's been never mind never mind never mind um what's your favorite scene in benjamin button i don't really know where to go with it, it it's it's a it's like a good movie i really like how i would definitely recommend it to everybody um, yeah first of all
1: my i think my favorite scenes it's is like the series of the sort of montage of his life after he leaves, um, his family, yeah, and him like going off to India and and stuff, and 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 then when Kate Blanchett,
0: oh, eventually okay. like,
1: finds him again,
0: yeah, which is that that is the only part of the plot that kind of annoyed me at the end. I mean, he he leaves a man and he comes back a man. He yeah. could have been with them that whole time. He could have left. His whole argument about how, like,
1: his his daughter
0: needs a real father, not him. I don't... I mean, you know, I've said before, I I really feel like he's just the same as everybody else. Um, Because he's still tiny and helpless as a tiny old man when he's born. And, yeah, he forgets who, who he is and becomes, like, a baby who needs looking after. But they sort of explain that his symptoms mimic dementia when he gets really old and he's a boy and that's i mean if you've uh, that's just something that can happen to you uh, normally as well like all the problems he deals with is something that something that everybody deals with and this he just checks out from his family and knowing his yeah
1: daughter, like like
0: that was a to go after. in it feels kind of like a cop-out yeah oh, by him for sure to be like to be for honest sure. it doesn't really make any and, sense and
1: it at it like yeah it it, it... Yeah, kind of just him giving up and being a, a bit of a shitty dude. Like,
0: yeah, definitely. What did you? How I, did you, how I, did you was, feel? So, in this movie, it doesn't start with Benjamin being born, right? It starts with, um, it starts with us seeing this uh, ma- mother and daughter pair. Uh, Mum is is in, on like her last legs in hospital, and they're pretty much just waiting it out before she dies um, and the daughter is asking her all these questions um, about her past she gives off this whole like story of like the sort of related to Benjamin how this guy made a clock that goes backwards after the first world war you know sort of like in his hope that his son would return to him and we could rewind all that sort of like horror Um, and then she pulls out this book she was like prepared and this book explains how eventually you know you realise Benjamin is her her actual father and all that kind of stuff how did you feel about that? Because I know a lot of movies where I would preferred, you know, a lot of movies do this kind of thing, and I and I often feel like it's just completely unnecessary.
1: I thought it did kind of add something to the story, yeah. just of the sort of whole sort of side story of it's just before the the hurricane in New Orleans, yeah, um, and sort of that disaster unfolding as a bit of a backdrop and yeah. I, I thought i, I thought this story been, like it it probably could have been told without that but i think it would have been a different tone of movie yeah um with without that and they would storytelling have to, have like had to like i think it, it kind of had to be told that way like if it had been told all from benjamin's perspective i'd I don't know how spe- it sort of how. was. I mean, it, it, it sort of was, but it was all kind yeah. of more from. I thought it was. It, I thought it was all told from Kate Blanchett's.
0: Well, it's all told from Benjamin's perspective because it's reading his his letters and diaries and and stuff and stuff that she either collected or got sent to her. Um, I, I guess you really like the the whole idea of having having it being told in the hospital room comes in at the end, right? Because you know, at the near the end of his life, and there's some really dark shit assumed. I think that so sort of, you know you gloss over, but like at the end of his life, he's obviously not capable of explaining that. And um, also, you get Kate uh, Blanchett and, and and her daughter. You get uh, you get to see them discuss him leaving, which is I think really good because I I know I was at least a little like confused and annoyed. With how that went down, yeah. So you get to see her be angry about it, and you see Kate, you know, Kate Blanchett, you know, trying to explain a little bit. And I think it works that way, but I think a lot of movies it doesn't. So when yeah, it started I, off that way, it was no good start for me in the sense that I saw that I was like, oh, I, I never like how they set this up that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I would. Yeah, I would say it was effective. Um, yeah, my favorite
0: scene, by the way, is just, yeah. just really quick is uh but well I like my favourite character is definitely the boat cap the ship captain. <laughs> He's great. Good um, old Lane. I also really like Tilda Swinton's uh character. She's in there briefly and I really think they get a lot of like stuff done in in, in the brief scenes where she's where she's in them about like talking about life and people who've given up or or, or you know to never give up. On your dreams and all that sort of stuff. You know, when he oh, uh, it's like sort of, a... of like two strangers meeting and I think um you know, we haven't we haven't had that much time uh that, that that much life to to have this experience. But I've certainly had it where you go, you travel somewhere and you have a small connection with someone that's going to end soon. Um and weirdly, like the fact that you don't know them that you're not going to see them for too for too long means that sometimes you can get dive right into some like some conversation that you would not feel comfortable having with someone that you just met and know you, and you know you might have to like be friends with them
1: for forever yeah, kind of yeah for sure
0: he's, yeah they just meet in uh, fairly early on in Benjamin's life where he's still an old guy but he's like a, he's like a fairly fit old
1: guy now yeah he's, and he's working on that he's ship probably and, he's probably like mid-twenties but opposite
0: yeah and he's, and he's working on a tugboat and he meets Tilda Swinton and they have a Sort of an emotional affair um, where, you know, they both can't sleep and he has, he has tea with her every night. And you find out her dream is to swim the channel. Yeah. She she gave up on it and she never tried again.
1: Yeah, she was going to be the first woman to swim the English channel. Yeah, and
0: so one of my favorite favorite scenes was just briefly, they were in a diner when Benjamin's like 30, oh, outwardly 30. And you know you see him. It's much, oh, he's, he's much later than that. Much older version of her. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So he he would be in his like fifties. Yeah, yeah. Like he's outwardly, his like his appearance. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's and he's like started his family, and you, yeah, you see her
0: on the TV, and, and she's the oldest, the like, oldest, oldest
1: woman to, to swim the English Shaman. Yeah, that's really really great. The yeah, other I,
0: the other scene for me is when they're. I I didn't I feel like I was being sucked into this movie, and then. There's this scene where they get enlisted into war, like a lot of people did sort of just like haphazardly out of nowhere, the tugboat, they need tugboats like vessels and the tugboat was suddenly part of World War II and it's nighttime and they come across like this, the ship, the US ship that's been destroyed and it's all quiet and then like right in front of them, the submarine, this German submarine surfaces. And uh, I think I audibly swore when that happened. It was like it's, it's, it it did very well. It was a all dark, it just sort of like rose up. you could barely see it, and I was genuinely scared for for them.
1: it was yeah, it was one of those things where you know they've got absolutely no chance, yeah, but they've also got no choice but to it attack. was done,
0: it was done so deftly you know it, it's kind of like ac- you know accidentally running into a tiger you know, in the jungle or, you know, it realizing is, you've been sitting next to a python for ages and you, you, know, you just see it.
1: Yeah. It's just like wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's done so deftly that you sort of imagine that that's maybe how it would feel to just accidentally run across a submarine.
1: Mm. Hmm.
0: So I liked all that.
1: I think overall then this would definitely be, a, this would be a movie I recommend to people. And I think it does have problems, mm. but it really made me realize how much of a sucker for these kind of movies I am yeah, yeah. like these kind of sentimental really character based which is nice because you're, you're you're
0: often the opposite yeah for a lot of movies you know? yeah
1: but just when they're done well and when the writing I think for the most part is pretty good um They just really kind of appeal to to my more sentimental side, I suppose. I
0: learned learned something. I sort of went through something about myself in this movie because I also fall for those kind of things. Um, But I always get this strange sort of like sadness um, watching movies that um, go through an entire life because um, I think like most movies, there's a romance in it Mm. somewhere, right? And watching those romances when it's like showing you in someone's entire life always makes me feel really sad. And it made me really think about like why I feel that way, watching this movie and how it's wrong to feel that way. You know, most movies they have, they show you a small snapshot of someone's life. And when it ends, they're still alive and kicking. And if they've you know if the romances happen, there's, the like, there's like
1: infinite possibilities. Yeah. When, of the direction their life could head.
0: Yeah, and and you know, it's not like a doomed romance, like someone who can't form new memories or they're gonna die soon, you know, young or something like that. It's it's every romance. You know, just because of the nature of people and, and life and death. So it made me feel like I was I shouldn't be upset about that, and it made me think why I was upset about that and and maybe, you know, I it like I, I just haven't accepted the fact that that's, that's just how that works. If you're going to fall in love with someone, it's going to end at some point. There's almost sort of an inherent inherent tragedy in that. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I, I I grew as a person watching this movie. I
1: yeah, it's like the kind of film that, you know what I'm talking that, about? that I felt very similarly to how I feel when I get to the end of a really good book or it's like the final book in a really good book series mm-hmm. that's like you, you've been reading for a long period of time you spend all this time with these characters and then it's kind of all over and you sort of you have this feeling of sadness that it's all over but then at the same time you're really happy that you got to e- experience the story that it was trying to tell and i think for a movie it's the kind of sp- feeling that you, uh, i personally don't really get all that often yeah um and I it, I like yeah, that. I think it's yeah, definitely successful in what in what it's trying to do. Um,
0: yeah, that's that's Benjamin Button. That's Benjamin's, bu- yeah, Benjamin's, Benjamin's Button.
1: Button. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I would totally
0: recommend it, um, but uh, be prepared to sit down for a significant amount of time. Yeah, and it's definitely one of those movies where uh, it's supposed to make you think afterwards. So I would also suggest not having not watching a movie where watching the movie where you have to like go and do something. Silly, like, straight afterwards. Yeah, it's the kind of kind movie of where
1: you, you you sort of sit and think a bit. Yeah. Um, sort of and contemplate life. I, I think
0: we have another one of those movies, you know, on the list uh, to talk about, to talk about next week as well. But we'll yeah. get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that.
1: that. Um, what else? The I other movie we, we want to talk about for this week, absolutely. Is, you know, it's so uh, so very, similar, very very similar. Um, is of course John Wick two. Yeah, we saw John, John in Wick cinemas- chapter two, which uh, came out in Australia only this week.
0: Yes. Uh, don't think about any other movies that we may have reviewed that uh, turns out didn't come out in Australia. I made that mistake somewhere along the line, royally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but John worked Two, We yep. went and saw it because it was your birthday and uh, you want to see a movie and that's what you
1: chose. Yep. Yep, when I saw John Wick, Chapter 2, and yeah. it was pretty fantastic, I thought. It was, it was as, you,
0: as it, you expected. It wasn't yeah. like a twit. There wasn't a surprise or anything.
1: No, uh, it's just straightforward, very simple plot, yeah, killing dumb a shooty people. action movie, yeah. but it was a really, really good example of a dumb shooty, a action, dumb movie. shooty action movie. Yeah, I
0: agree with that. I, I was in the minority of our group of friends on John Wick 1. I didn't really enjoy it. I watched it. I did that thing where you sort of like, you know, buffer bar wash it, where you sort of like
1: keep that's, skipping that's every now and a, then. That's not a thing I've ever done.
0: Yeah. It's just when I want to get through like a movie sometimes, just a little quicker. I'll, it, it's like a tiny skip. It's like the skip of half a sentence. And I just like do that through some scenes. So I just like, oh, get what's going on here. And then I'm sorry. <laughs> like,
1: like, that's how much I've... I
0: didn't really like the movie. Yeah. This movie... Um, I enjoyed it. You a lot had no
1: more. opportunity to do that. Cause nah. you're
0: in a cinema. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it a lot more. Like the thing that I I did enjoy about John Wick 1 was the whole, I think they did a fairly good job of building a world in this movie. Yeah. Like there was some, the, the whole mythos around the assassinate assassins like group and the, uh, the continental and all that kind of shit. That was really cool. You saw a tiny bit of that. How John Wick owns a bunch of coins for, for, you know, hitting... And he's like this
1: legendary assassin. Yeah. Um,
0: and they very briefly talk about uh, how you can only get out of that life if you perform an impossible task, which he ended up performing. Um, and that's about it. And then you just get to see him killing people. In this one, He you get to see a lot more of that world. Yeah.
1: So I liked that. For sure.
0: I liked that. It was absolutely ridiculous, the action. Um, but I liked how it really established that right at the start. Like... Crazy, unrealistic car fight to start it off with. We're just letting you know right now, there's going to be some ridiculous shit in this movie. We've got bulletproof suits and John Wick just not getting killed many, 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 many times where he should.
1: It's going to be bloody Keanu Reeves fucking up people for an hour and a half. Yep. Because that's what the movie is. He's just... It's just... Yeah. Brutally violent. Um... Yeah, Even compared is, to the first one. Which
0: is fine, you know. Which I, is fine. I, I had I no problem with watching those, with, with, with those violent movies existing. Like, I had no problem with that. I would I, say I think, there was I a fairly graphic, graphic a suicide scene.
1: Yeah, that's true. I, I would say that it's not the kind of movie that is uh, really sort of, like, reveling in the violence. It's just kind of, it, it, like, like, making the violence the sort of central thing. It's like, it's just kind of... There's all this violence. It's like yeah. trying to be somewhat realistic violence. Like there are a few fight scenes. What it scenes... would be like if this guy went and shot all these people. And
0: there's a few fight scenes that that are kind of gory and they're gory because like... But then they're gory because like... He kills a guy how like people a die. Right, exactly. Like the pencil that was... murder. That's gory. The gun. Sh- the gunfighting isn't really... It's got that... It's very kick-ass like special effects head explosion when, yeah. when he shoots people. But sp- I mean
1: it's like compared to some... Shooty action movies, you like you see a lot more of the the blood splatter and yeah and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a movie.
1: kind of kind of the whole the whole John Wick franchise is all about trying to be somewhat although it is insane gun violence is trying to be somewhat accurate in that John Wick will always reload or find yeah, yeah. another weapon when he runs out of bullets and is accurate in that way and the way in which he's killing people is he's not just kind of just shooting a guy and it hits him in the shoulder and that guy's dead. It's always he hits center of mass and then headshot. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's,
0: I don't know if realistic's the right word. It's sort of the whole, like, promise in John Wick is that you're going to see really well done fight scenes. Like, it, it follows all of the, like, the rules of making a good fight scene. You know, like, um, have good choreography. Yeah. Have the choreography tell a story of a fight. Um, like that, that's something that's really pressed home and for, for guys who are doing fight scenes and, and choreographers is you want it to tell a story, how this per- how this person fights should imply things about their character. Um, you know, using the environment, right. I really love how, how like John sets up a he, he orders all this stuff. Because he knows he's going like he knows what's gonna happen, he knows he's gonna get betrayed at one point, all that kind of stuff, and he like lays out guns for him to use later. Yeah. That's really great. It's almost not really being about realistic, it's about making a good fight scene that can be followed. You know, like the, yeah. the, the, the viewer can be like, Ah, oh, this is what happened. You know, like, kind of like coherence. Really, yeah, where where there's like reloading involved. You know, any good fight scene I think that's been actually choreographed right and and time's been put in the bullets are counted there. It's not maybe being realistic. It's more just like having a, seeing a fight scene that's coherent, that you know there was work put into it and the thought put into it, um, and it's not like a bunch of jump cuts to hide the fact that really no one thought about what's going on. Yeah, like that's that's the big pull for John Wick. I think we did this right. Fight scenes done really well,
1: and it it's uh, very much not the uh, Born Identity type sort of Born franchise. Yeah. type uh, style of of filming action scenes which kind of became a bit of a trend after those initial it's movies which is the yeah. uh, very much like the kinetic camera and filming right close up on people's faces mm. to give that sort of claustrophobic feeling it had like it's not that very intense sort of style and it's of a
0: very it, style's fight, the right so. word too because it's very it's a very like cinematic kind of fight um a set of fight scenes, like there's always music put to it, mm. and like the set pieces, like, you know, like there's one where he's like fighting in a rave, um, and there's one where he's fighting like a hall of mirrors. You know, it's like it, there's a very thin sort of like membrane of of sort of story
1: around this whole thing that justifies these big set piece fights. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the other... Leads in pretty nicely to kind of one of the other things I really like about the John Wick franchise is that sort of the side story is all kind of cool hmm. and and is very simple, but it's effective in my opinion. Yeah. Like the first one, I thought the whole thing about... Like the the whole, I know you really didn't feel this way, but the whole. Keanu thing Reeves got his dog
0: killed, and then he killed everybody. That's yeah, the like the first one.
1: Yeah, but I thought it, for as simple as a, a plot point as that is, I thought they sold it really well. Um, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I know you disagree with Who
0: me. Who doesn't get upset about a beagle getting killed though? Yeah, that's alright
1: We've we've had this discussion yeah, 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 before, yeah, um, on the podcast as well. But yeah. plots like, are perfect
0: with this one though i mean it is good but it's not perfect there are a few times where i think most people got like a lot of very frustrated with john wick and like the decisions he makes in this movie Uh, i i never really felt
1: that but then i kind of do when we were sort of talking about it afterwards i do kind of agree with you i suppose i feel like
0: he, he he like unnecessarily gets himself in positions where he has to kill a lot of people yeah, it could have been definitely avoided.
1: But but you could also argue that that's kind of that is what that character is is he's this force of nature and yeah, just the whole like his
0: character is meant to be that he kind of wants
1: to he, be on he a wanted to trip. he wanted to get out of the of the life but he is so defined by that life and and yeah he can't really get like when it, he tries to get back out but they just suck him back in yeah. and few funny yeah. moments
0: in this movie, a lot more funny moments than, I, than were, it was in John Wick 1 as well.
1: Yeah. I laughed a few
0: times. I, I liked that like addition. I think it was important. Mm. Like, cause the scene, like these were mostly big set piece fight scenes and then small, small bits of story that like act as like a, a warm down, mm. I think. Like you just yeah, like, you, you, re-
1: you really do need that sort of build and then release of tension. Yeah. And Favorite
0: scene, just by the way, is definitely when they're walking along in the subway, and they have this ridiculous like they both have silenced weapons, and they have this like ridiculous like <laughs> shoot like subtle shoot off like just like like turn your head out of the other way and like pop off a few rounds that miss and then like hide the gun again. Now I'm sure that's not how that works, but this is definitely not silence, this is definitely not the movie.
1: Silences are not a thing.
0: Yeah, this is definitely not like not a movie to bring you, your friend to if your friend's the kind of guy who's going to like just say, like not accurate, not accurate. But accurate. <laughs> Um, yeah, for you just sure. gotta let that
1: go, and, and I really liked how much they went into this the like mythology of the of the the continental and yeah the, both yeah of assassins. I really appreciate that. John Wick three definitely, definitely saw had a lot me. of that. Yeah, John John Wick three it very much sets up for at the end. Yeah, um, I'm sure it'll be successful. But it felt like a good self-contained <laughs> movie as well. Yeah, it's very much setting up for another movie and is a sequel, but it, brought it stands back? by itself.
0: Morpheus and and. Uh... The yeah,
1: Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, it, yeah. De- I think from both of us, we can thoroughly recommend it. So it yeah, came out this yeah. week.
0: Less thoroughly for me in like if you if you are into that kind of idea of a movie, then it's definitely a great if want, example. If you want a big movie.
1: dumb action movie to go see with your friends, it's yeah. it's up there with the best of them. Yeah. If you're someone
0: who just doesn't like go- like. Uh, Fight scene, like full fight scene, shoot 'em up movies. Then, it's then yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. there's a guy. that does get killed with a pencil. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much where we're gonna leave it this week. Yeah, it's, it's been a bit. It's been a, like we're easing back into it. We're still a little like we're not quite out of the wars yet, either of us.
1: Yeah. Um, so as I said at the start, shorter episode this week. Yeah. Um. But before we go, we need to talk about what the homework movie is going to be. Yeah, for I'm next excited week. about
0: this homework movie. Yeah, not not a Brad Pitt movie this time around. No,
1: nope, we're breaking the streak. It, it very nearly was though. So. <laughs> <laughs> there will be another Brad Pitt movie in our future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so the movie we're going to watch is called Into the Wild, which is based off a true story.
0: Yeah, based off a guy um, called Alexander Supertramp who um, got fed up with the state of the world. Um, and one day burnt all his belongings and, and, uh, all his ID and money and stuff and just walked off into the wild. Um, and it's his story. It's, uh, it's a really great movie. I, I, I watched, first time I watched this movie that was in uh, high school, like okay, I did a project on it. So I should be able to talk about it. We'll see. It's been a long yeah, time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've never seen it, but I've, I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I know what happens at the end, but I uh, don't. Don't tell me. Don't. don't. But uh, yeah, don't definitely don't Google this true story before. Yeah, because it is based off a true story, um, <laughs> which is pretty insane. But yeah, that, that's what we're gonna. That's what that's we're gonna, gonna talk about. Talk about Side note week. as
0: well, um, Peter and I have sort of said, uh, I've said Peter and I a little bit more homework because uh, Evolution also just came out on Netflix. Just a ridiculous <laughs> movie, 2001, just came out like right next to like Wild Wild West. Kind of, it's it's very much that level of ridiculousness but I love that movie like muzzle off, it's a boy Is one of my favourite lines from and I of course do not know
1: what you're on about and Peter hasn't watched it so we're
0: going to watch that too if you want to go if you if, like that's an extra bonus thing you know we're going to talk about it next week so if you want to go watch that one as well I highly recommend it yeah it is incredibly funny and incredibly silly it, it, and just bad, and and maybe a little bit yeah, politically incorrect these days.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has no age. The seventeen years or sixteen years, <laughs> this year. it's not a fine line. <laughs> right. But anyway, uh, as always, yeah, that's thank you 43. for listening. Send um, us an email. Send, send us a send GIF. us a bloody email. Send <laughs> us a, send us a gif. I'll have a fight about it. <laughs> uh, follow us on Facebook. facebookcom slash Yeah, that's where you can hear about Sam the new episode
0: release times. And what we've been drinking. Yep. And uh, if you want to uh, have a little photo of each beer that we've been drinking, we, you can go onto our Instagram, where we like put up. We put up stuff like as we're recording it. So that's that's the that's the usually the best way to like get really up to date information on what we're doing.
1: Yeah, definitely the Facebook. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Yep. We're on SoundCloud as well. Very easy to do that. You can download us off SoundCloud. Yep. So you can listen. You can listen to
0: us anywhere. Mm-hmm. in the bathtub.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: On the can. Mm-hmm. In your car. Mm-hmm. In you know if you're a pilot in your plane on a, on a spaceship.
1: Oh man, that would be very cool. Yeah.
0: Someone in a house just... of silence. <laughs> 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 All right guys, I'll see you later, I think.